Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pappy English Podcast, the podcast where you improve your English and we also talk about some interesting things. And today we have episode four of the podcast. And episode four is called All About Coffee and English. So if you love coffee, if you absolutely adore coffee, if you think coffee is the best thing ever, you're going to really enjoy this episode. And if you don't like coffee, I don't know what's wrong with you. I mean, everybody likes coffee, right? Well, you can listen anyway, because you're going to learn some English in this episode, which is the most important thing. And... Where shall I begin? Also, listen to the end of this podcast because I have a free book for you about the story of coffee. And this, co this book, not this coffee, this book is for English learners. Okay, so it's at a level that will help you improve your English. And also there are some activities you can do to improve your vocabulary and comprehension. So listen to the end of this podcast to find out the instructions on how to get your hands on this book, okay? And first of all, I'm going to talk about myself and my experience with coffee because I am a coffee addict. It's the first piece of vocabulary for you today. A coffee addict is a person who loves coffee, who adores coffee, who thinks coffee is the best thing ever. Addict comes from the word addicted, okay? You have a dependency on coffee. Okay, so am I a coffee addict really? No, I'm exaggerating. But it's something we say a lot. You're a coffee addict. It's similar to saying she's a shopaholic. Okay, someone who's addicted to shopping is a shopaholic. Someone who's addicted to chocolate is a chocoholic. Okay, coffeeaholic doesn't sound good. So we say a coffee addict. I absolutely love coffee. I drink coffee every day especially in the morning, it helps me get up and go. And I've drunk coffee for many, many years. I've drunk coffee since I was a child, maybe since I was about 10 years old. Before that, I drank tea, tea with milk, because I'm English, and we are brought up drinking tea. It's something that's very normal. But as I kind of became a teenager, I started to get into drinking coffee. So get into something means to start doing something, okay? To start experimenting with something. So I got into drinking coffee because it was very fashionable. Uh, we had a new coffee culture, which came kind of from America. 
with the Starbucks, which is a chain cafe, let's say. So a chain cafe, a, a cafe that you have in different towns, different cities, and also in different countries, but it's the same brand. So Starbucks is a chain cafe, like a chain store would be Ikea, or a chain restaurant would be McDonald's. Okay, so it's an important word to know. A chain, a chain cafe. Remember that in English, the cafe is the bar, it's the place where you get your coffee. Coffee is what you drink, cafe is the place. So yeah, I used to go to Starbucks, it was very cool, it was very hip, it was very, it's what you did with your friends, and we drank the long coffees, and your frappuccinos, and with your cream, and all these fancy things included in the coffee, it was very exciting. But actually I drank coffee before that, and this is, I'm going to tell you about the typical coffee now uh, that we drink in England at home. And I don't think you're going to be very impressed, but I think it's kind of interesting. So we drink granulated coffee. Granulated. This is coffee that's in granules. So a granule, like a granule of sugar. When you add sugar to coffee, they're in granules, so they're little crystals. So crystals that have been sugar that's been processed. And it's the same. You can do the same with coffee. So you have little coffee crystals. And all you have to do is add boiling water from your kettle. The thing that boils your water is called the kettle. You add your boiling water to these coffee granules and they dissolve. So the coffee granules turn into coffee and you have nothing, nothing left. Nothing's dirty. You have no other coffee material. So it's very easy. This is something you also get a lot in hotel rooms, this kind of coffee. Uh, if you've been staying in some some different hotels, you get these little packets of coffee like that, granulated coffee. And that's very typical in England. It's not the best quality, I don't think. The taste isn't the best. It isn't very strong, but that's very common. Now, another type of coffee that I drank a lot with my family was filter coffee. Now, the filter is something that separates liquid from solid so let's go back a little bit. Before you have, before you make filter coffee, you need to have grounded coffee. Now, grounded coffee is what you take from the coffee bean. The coffee bean is the entire coffee cherry, let's say. The coffee bean is the thing that you see that looks like a little, well, it looks like a bean, but you cannot use that to make coffee. You need to grind it. You use a machine that goes, <laughs> a machine that grinds the coffee and turns it into a type of powder. So this is an important word to know. To grind, and you use a grinder to grind the coffee, and that produces grounded coffee. Grounded coffee. And you can separate the hard material that you don't want to drink and dissolve the coffee taste into water using a filter. Now, the filter is like a piece of paper that separates the hard material and the coffee liquid. Okay, so you just have something nice to drink. This is also something that I made, and I think this makes a very good quality coffee. But when you make it, it makes too much coffee. So I don't make it very often because I would have too much coffee to drink if I'm just making coffee for myself. 
Nowadays, I use a mocha. If you don't know what a mocha is, you need to speak to an Italian. Also, it's very popular in Spanish, Portuguese kind of countries, let's say Spain, Brazil, Argentina, Chile, etc. Colombia, for sure. They use mochas, which is a metal instrument. You put water at the bottom part and then you have a metal filter. So a metal thing that separates the water uh, and the coffee material. And then you have the space which collects the drinkable coffee. Drinkable coffee. Okay. So this works by putting it on a hob. Another piece of important vocabulary. A hob. A hob is something you usually have on top of an oven where you have an you have a flame, which is an open fire, which you use to cook. It's called a hob. So maybe you do your frying on a hob, but you can also put the mocha on the hob. And this causes the water to rise, okay, to go up, to rise through the mocha and mix with the coffee, the grounded coffee. Again, the coffee is grounded and create coffee. So this is very good, especially if you want to make espresso. So it's a strong, intense coffee, which I absolutely love. Now, a coffee that I'm not so keen on, so if I'm not keen on something, it means I don't like very much, is Turkish coffee. I'm sorry if you're from Turkey. I'm sorry I don't want to upset you. It's just, it's not my favorite type of coffee. I don't know if it's the taste or it's quite messy. Every time I make Turkish coffee, I make a mess. So my house gets dirty. I don't know why. So correct me if I'm wrong, but Turkish coffee, you have a very finely grounded coffee. And you add this to hot water which dissolves some of the coffee and then the material that is left sinks to the bottom. So it goes all the way down to the bottom and then you just drink the liquid at the top. My problem with this is, I don't know, it's the taste or I just think it's too messy. Where I live, it's not a very popular type, but maybe I haven't drunk the good Turkish coffee. Maybe I need to go to a country where typically they drink this type of country to try it. I'm sorry, but it's not my cup of tea. Should I say it's not my cup of coffee? So going on to something slightly different now. It's not my cup of tea. It's a very British experiment to say. It's not really something that I like. Okay, we can say it's not my cup of tea. Unfortunately, we cannot say it's not my cup of coffee. It's not my cup of tea. That type of coffee is not my cup of tea. Okay. Or uh, I don't like that color. Uh, you painted the wall of your bedroom a, a, a kind of green color. But it's, it's not my cup of tea. I don't, I don't really like it. This is a really good expression to learn. So I'm going to look at some more expressions for you, actually. That mean that you can say that means you don't really like something. Because you have to be careful when you say you don't really like something because you don't want to sound rude. You don't want to offend people. I don't want to offend all of the Turkish people by saying I don't like their coffee. So these are kind of some expressions which are a little bit softer. They're not so aggressive and um, like it's not my cup of tea.
You can also say, it's not for me. It's not my cup of tea or it's not for me. That type of coffee is not for me. Mm, do you want to go skiing? Mm, it's not for me. I, I prefer to go surfing. Okay. You can also say, I'm not into it. Okay, so if you're into something, you, you really like it, it's something you're very passionate about or interested in. So if you say, I'm not into it, it means, you know, it's not my cup of tea. It's not for me. It's not my interest. Okay, so do you want to go, do you want to go and see a horror movie at the cinema? Mm, I'm not into it. I don't like horror movies. Another way you can say is, I'm not fond of it. Okay, if you're fond of something, you like something. So I'm not fond of it. It's not my cup of tea. I don't really like it. It's not for me. I'm not into it. Now, this is my favorite expression. I think you'll like this one as well. It doesn't tickle my fancy. It doesn't tickle my fancy. This is very expressive. And it's a really cool expression. I think you should definitely try and use it in front of a native English speaker because they'll be, they'll be surprised. And also it's just, really cool um so maybe you're at a restaurant and somebody says ah do you want to try the oysters so oysters type of seafood with a shell they've got a very strong taste a lot of people don't like it because mm, it doesn't tickle my fancy it doesn't i'm not really feeling like that's what i want it's a very polite way to say no thank you i don't like that um also if you're at the restaurant and you're looking at the menu for some time somebody might say Okay, so what tickles your fancy? Okay, what would you like? What, what, what interests you on the menu? What tickles your fancy? Or what do you want to do tonight? What tickles your fancy? Do you want to go to the cinema? Do you want to go shopping? Do you want to go to a bar? What tickles your fancy? What would you like to do? And then, of course, if you don't like something, or if you wouldn't like to do something, you say, it doesn't tickle my fancy. So to summarize, let's go through these expressions to say, I don't like something. It's not my cup of tea. It's not for me. I'm not into it. I'm not fond of it. It doesn't tickle my fancy. So for me, Turkish coffee doesn't tickle my fancy. I prefer other types of coffee. I'm more into mocha coffee. Uh, I'm very fond of filter coffee. Mm, also, again, uh, granulated coffee isn't really my cup of tea. Okay. So here are some different expressions. About coffee we've learned how to use the word coffee granules which are kind of little coffee crystals grounded coffee which is to make the coffee into a kind of powder which use a machine which is called a grinder and the verb is to grind the coffee to make grounded coffee like a, a kind of powdered coffee we've also learned the vocabulary filter which is the thing like a piece of paper that separates the water and the coffee material that we don't want. We've learned the word hob. Hob is the thing, the open flame on top of an oven that we use to cook and to fry. And we've learned some different expressions to say I don't like something. Okay, everyone. So one last thing before this podcast ends. At the beginning of this podcast, I told you about a book, a free book that you can get your hands on which is available to you, and it's about the story of coffee. Now, the book you will get on PDF version, so you can download it, you can read it on your phone, on your iPad, on your laptop, etc. And it's for people who are learning English, so the level is perfect for you, and there are activities for you to do. Uh, let me just take a quick look at this book. I'll tell you a bit more about it. 
so the book is the story of coffee and it's got some different sections um we've got a section about coffee around the world also about where coffee plants grow there are different types of coffee like arabica and robusta um where they grow how, how the coffee plant kind of is produced because there has the coffee bean and the coffee cherry and it's all very interesting actually and then kind of about the processing of the coffee and the shipping the roasting of the coffee well, coffee is roasted and we've also got about the history of coffee i love this little story i'll just share this with you i'm going to read a little bit this is one of the oldest stories of coffee from the 7th century i'll read this little passage wild coffee plants grow in ethiopia north africa people tell a story about the boy kaidi and his dancing goats one day, Kaldi's goats eat coffee cherries and they start to dance. Kaori eats some of the fruit. He starts to feel very active. He tells a monk about the fruit. The monk makes a drink with it. After drinking it, he can stay awake for a long time. I just love this idea that the first people who found that coffee gives you energy and makes you feel active saw these dancing goats that had been eating coffee cherries coffee beans running around dancing I think that's quite a funny story but anyway yeah there are some other stories about coffee all about the history different countries different centuries there's also information about the making of coffee the different ways of making coffees a bit about coffee culture as well coffee houses cafes coffee shops how to make a mocha, how to make a frappuccino, some interesting coffee facts. And then you've got your activities, comprehension checks, vocabulary activities, uh, key vocabulary that you need to know. So, yeah, if you want to get this book, as I said before, you need to send me a DM, but not on Papi English. You need to send a DM on Instagram at the page blackcatcheetah, blackcat.cheetah, okay? So if you go to my Instagram page, I can direct you there anyway. And Black Cat make these fantastic books for English learners. And I also work with Black Cat. I make English learning content. I make English learning videos. And our aim is to teach English through stories. So they're a really great account. And they make these fantastic, fantastic books, which are sold all over the world. And we're giving this book away for free. You need to follow Black Cat and send them a DM saying, I'm a coffee lover too. Just send a DM. I'm a coffee lover too. And we will share with you this free book. Of course, make sure you follow Black Cat as well. Make sure you follow Puppy English as well. Um, so that you never miss these free books and these free lessons that we're giving away to help you improve your English. Okay, everyone. So I hope you enjoy the book. And I'm looking forward to the next episode of the podcast. We've done four episodes now, which is amazing. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned some new vocabulary. And I hope you learned something new about coffee. Thank you for listening. And I'll speak to you in the next class. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 